0: What's harder than surviving a night in the face of pure, unstoppable evil? Being a mother. (laughs) I'm Noah Jansen.
1: I'm Eliza Jansen. I'm Meg Jansen. And
0: this is Twin Pigs.
1: Gosh, I love movies. (laughs)
0: to Ooga Booga Twin Pics.
1: Twin Freaks? What? <laughs> twin.
0: Uh, no, I'm out. Uh, yeah. Twi- no, Twin, freak, think twin Freaks is good, yeah. We need to save it. It's a long long episode. Yeah. Oh, it's an episode. The show, <laughs> the show where <laughs> a pair of actual real life human twins.
1: And their spooky sister. <laughs> make
0: a spooky double feature out of two movies that share some kind of similarity and decide which one does its job better. Welcome to our spooky episode. I am so excited. I'm and so scared. I'm, scared. I'm really scared. This haunted mansion is really cold, guys. Are you sure we should be recording a
1: podcast here? I don't know. I heard some other podcasters came here and did a ritual and summoned the best podcast ever. <laughs> one 70 years ago this very night.
0: Oh boy, I hope the yield curse doesn't come true.
1: Yeah. The podcast curse. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That podcast. we get more listeners. <laughs> I like, oh, really yeah. hope that one Oh, uh, please hope know. that happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as you may have gathered, we have a, a Halloween-themed episode coming for you. Uh-huh. Uh, we it. are watching what we're talking about today. Our twin picks are Halloween. John Carpenter's Halloween <laughs> from 1978 uh, and... Freaky Friday, the two thousand and three film. The connection being, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis slaying, slaying, in- Jamie. more like slay me, slay me, please. <laughs> <Stunning>. <laughs> um, I am gonna try. I-, I was gonna say I'm gonna try real hard to not be biased for this episode because, as my two sisters are looking at me right now, I'm wearing a Halloween shirt and mm-hmm. I've got Michael yes. Myers' face. <laughs> On my left arm for the rest of my life, much not to his my parents.
1: Face. It's a tattoo. Mum It's hates a tattoo. It.
0: My no, mom who really likes it. She said she was going to sell my car. We had even. a big so fight. This yeah. is ages ago. Yeah, she apologizes for it everywhere we go, but I love it more than anything. She doesn't.
1: She's not sorry. She apologizes to, to she every whenever back. she meets people. Oh, all right. She apologizes for you. Yeah, for me. I thought you were saying she apologizes to you. Oh, no, no, no. She fully supports um, it. She's like, like, no, she does not support this tattoo. She's like, I
0: don't mind you have it on your body, but just why have to be that content? It's so gruesome. It's just my. Michael's beautiful
1: face. William Shatner's face. It's William
0: Shatner's face. Yeah. So for people that don't know, the Michael Myers mask is actually just, they went to a, uh, like the producers went to a costume store and were looking through masks and they didn't know which one to pick for the bad guy. And then they picked a William Shatner mask. It was a Captain Kirk mask, but it was actually a face mold they made of um, of William Shatner's face when he did a really cheap horror film, mm. and they just painted it white, and that's the Michael oh, Myers mask. So, technically, some people could be like, Oh, you have You're uh, such a Captain, Kirk fan. Your, um... Captain Kirk. Eyeless Captain Kirk. It
1: looks great. Yeah.
0: yeah, the eyes are black. What um, do they call Shatner? It's fans? my favourite film of all time.
1: Shatner. Shatty. Shat. I call it Shat. Shat.
0: But I realized i I'm like, I'm actually not going to be that biased this episode because. We're watching Freaky Friday as well, which yeah. is We're fundamental Freaky and some family Freaking
1: best! This Sorry, is be this movie—it's freaking awesome. Rocks!
0: <laughs> it, this yeah, is going to be the most it's passionate great. episode of Twin Peaks we've ever done. I reckon. Yeah. You reckon?
1: Oh, I'm excited. I think you guys definitely have more of the whole, uh, the, the Halloween holo- <laughs> horror. Well, I always Horror-ween. say Halloween,
0: and people are like it's Halloween. I'm like, I'm in the movie. People say Halloween. Yeah, so.
1: I think you have um, more of a Halloween thing about you. Yeah. I love the spooky biz, but um, I don't. Oh. I'm doing my best
0: okay. I'm doing my very Make best that, there's a ghost behind you
1: <laughs> no, sorry, I'm, I'm good, we're good no, <laughs> Carry on, what are we okay, doing? Okay.
0: Great. Well, you know what, even though I feel like we maybe should get out of this spooky haunted house We should just keep on going with the episode Wait,
1: the doors are all locked We're stuck in here
0: We better <laughs> we get on to, to talking about our
1: talk about movies for 40 minutes <laughs> 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 <Great>. No <laughs>
0: Guys, let me know if you hear any <laughs> spooky Michael Myers noises around. Okay. He he's
1: pretty he's silent. Just, he's silent.
0: What fucking movie did you watch?
1: <laughs> he's like, hey. It's
0: eleven films of him
1: um, breathing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hello. Yeah, but um,
1: breathing, even that's pretty quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. have a catchphrase yeah, like breathes. Freddy or anything. No,
0: he doesn't. Yeah. No. Uh, so what's Freddy's
1: catchphrase? He's just like. He just calls people bitch. Neighbor, bitch oh, and he yeah, just he says just says calls people like bitch. Yeah. It's quite rude, actually. This <laughs> is prime
0: time, bitch. So Halloween is. The original, so this is the 1978 film. There are actually technically three films called Halloween because of the 11 film franchise. Mm. Three of them are just called Halloween. Mm. So this is the original. Um, It's actually called John Carpenter's Halloween because um, this is for a long time until essentially Blair Witch Project. Technically, until the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, <laughs> uh, it was the highest-grossing independent film of all time. Technically, the first TMNT film was an independent, it's independent film. What? I uh, love indie movies.
1: <laughs> <No> <laughs> words, Teenage Ninja Turtles.
0: But um, until again, a big uh, like that's what the, the um, horror has always been able to do. Like for a very cheap uh, budget, you can make a film that has a big old impact. So, three hundred yeah. thousand dollar budget. Uh, John Carpenter accepted only ten thousand dollars. In order to get full creative control and that his name was at the top of the film. So he was being a bit tactical there. Um, Worked in his favour. Yeah, yeah, truly. Very much so. It had a um, a short production, very short production time, not much money. uh, And we have. An instant classic. I do not even know where to start with this film that (laughs) just every time I watch it, it, something else sticks out to me that just makes me want to cry. Well, I'm not watching this this
1: thinking this needed more this or this needed more that. It didn't need anything else. It's, it's so spare, sparse very, horror movie. Very. It's bare bones, but that's all it kind of needed to be. Well, I guess it didn't really have anything before it that it kind of had to like...
0: Yeah, so it, but... exactly. It, this is like the precedent of the, the slasher genre. So technically a film called Black Christmas was the first mm. uh, horror film, was the first thing that kicked off what we now call the slasher genre. But um, what I always preach about this film up front that I find most fascinating about it is... Hollywood always learns the wrong lessons from mm. success, particularly yeah. from mm. sleeper success. When a film does well, something like, say, like Bridesmaids, when a film like that does well, the, th- the same thing will get turned out, but like we'll learn all the wrong lessons from it. That's what Halloween is. So the whole thing of like how people that don't like horror or particularly slasher films, which is what a lot of people think about when they think about horror uh, uh, the tropes of a slasher film. You know, um, just if you have girls sex, girls with big titties, girls yeah. with big titties yeah. getting stabbed. If you dress. do, if you do drugs, you die. The black Dumb people teams. die first. Dumb teens. Um, mm-hmm. and if you're a virgin, you might survive and stuff. Mm. That is Hollywood going. Oh, that film, Halloween, did that. We'll we'll do that. But they've actually learned all the wrong lessons from this film's success. Jamie Lee Curtis as the wonderful empowering heroine Laurie Strode. Her being virginal isn't Mm. in service of saying that uh, the film has a message of that she deserves to that she deserves to live because she's not sinful. It's just purely a vessel to show that she's innocent, that she had a whole life ahead of her. Yeah, and
1: just to contrast the corruption that she's a victim of evil.
0: She's a victim of trauma. That this is a horrible traumatic night. So I kind of want to talk about what you guys think about. um, This film has a terrific. The, the, like again, another thing that we now take as a trope of the genre of like dumbass characters that like, are so disposable—you set them up in like five seconds so you can kill them. You care about Annie, and uh, uh, you care about Annie. You care about Laurie Strode. You care about Bob. You care about like you, you, Lindsay. Yeah, mm. Lindsay. Yeah. You mm-hmm. care about them all so much, and it's because um, John, I think a big part of that is John Carpenter his then-girlfriend, Deborah Hill, the producer, he asked her to write all the the dialogue between the teens. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I think it is really measured dialogue. Like, when they're walking around, it doesn't feel like movie banter. It feels really measured. It feels chill. Like, yeah, they talk about having yeah. sex with their boyfriends probably as much as that, girls like, do. Yeah, there's nothing that, like, expositional. About. Even like, it's just not like-, like, oh, look at this showy, like... These sexy teenagers. It's yeah. just, like, sort of chitty-chatty. Yeah. Even
0: the, like, logistical yeah. nature of the night. I love how natural the night feels and the thing of, like, oh, can you, like, take the kids for yeah. a bit and I'll yeah, go across the road. Yeah, i I'll just run
1: across. And I'll like, go
0: across the road and, like, you'll go pick them up. Like,
1: it feels really casual. It doesn't that, feel yeah. like anything's being set up. It feels like, oh, yeah. like, I'm just going to go do this. Yeah. Mm. Again, the
0: super sad thing of, like, that what the franchise becomes is even in Halloween 2, Hollywood, Hollywood learns the wrong lessons from the first one yeah. and then Halloween 2 copies that bad form of it's like, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a really good sequel, but it's very balls to the wall. It's pretty horrific from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. This film is something that every time you watch it, you're like, oh, my God, I totally forget. It's an exercise in tension building. It's yeah, like an hour yeah. and 20 minutes of Nothing happens gorgeous, for so long. gorgeous, like, carpenter doing incredible direction of like using the negative space and just like incredible lights and shadows and that Gorgeous electronic and tempting score. that
1: tension, yeah. but nothing more than that for the longest yeah, time. It has the my, payoff. Mm-hmm. It's like huge from that. And I think, yeah, you're right. It, you're right. It, it's like Hollywood's taken the long, the wrong lesson from it and then that's informed the genre as a whole. Totally. So it's and hard to watch it now. Has become something else. Mm, yeah. Exactly.
0: It's hard to watch it now from a subjective lens of what a great exercise it is in almost like Hitchcockian tension yeah, building.
1: Yeah. I think the casualness that carpenter uses to show us laurie's routine and like Mm. her relationships with people and her random little responsibilities kind of yeah character tropiness thing yeah i think to charge them and make them make her more of a hero and more of like this moral like amazing character would be like reprehensible almost and be like she was such a good girl like she deserves to happen to her it's like no no one deserves to go through this like for the characters to be real people and not be like real dickheads who you want to see killed like many horror movies yeah. do to like delightful effect mm. and to not make them like these saints. It is like, it causes a vacuum in the movie that you can place yourself in. And Completely. it almost, it gives it this really like bare feeling that reminds me of reading about true crime. Yeah, When they're like, this person means- was a babysitter. She was this many years old. Yeah. She went back to school and got her books and got murdered or something. Like, yeah. e-
0: even in that, like th- this film has the slow build to... It's that super sad thing of, as you said, with true crime where you hear about like in 20 minutes, someone's life was completely changed. The ending of this is so explosive and terrifying. And you're like, she was a completely different person an hour ago. Mm. And now it's what two of the 11 sequels explore wonderfully in the sense of like, Mm. what a horrible incident of trauma. Uh, And Jamie Lee... The focus of the episode of Our Connection is so incredible in this film. What yeah. an amazing young performance. When I performance. think about
1: Halloween, I can't help but think about it as a franchise in terms of the of, of what the Scream franchise took from it. Um, mm. When we're thinking about Sydney, who's the protagonist like the from Scream, like mm. it, it obviously exists within the same genre or subgenre um, and it has this sort of girl next door element to it. It does attempt to be more sexy in its first iteration, in the first scream, mm-hmm. and then becomes increasingly more so. Um, but it's interesting to think about the lessons learned. That's my most immediate thought. But even just in horror as a genre, like the lessons we learn from these initial iterations of horror, like mm. why are we taking away this sort of like, you know, why is the image that we're thinking of from Halloween, like Jamie Lee, like running down that little alleyway yeah. in the dress and things like that. It's like why is this what's what we're remembering i
0: find it so sad the things that we take because we're exploiting from, that from this or? film and i think when you watch it from just purely what the film is without any other knowledge it's so clear to me that it's just she's a, she's a child like she's yeah. innocent and she's yeah. young and i think that the film captures that so perfectly just like we say the best horror um if you removed the the um strappings of a the, horror like, film on it it would be it would it. be a great drama i yeah. think there's something beautiful, like well, not beautiful. But I think there's something horrific and poignant to watching the story of like innocence being lost, essentially. Yeah. which is why I want to lead into a chat about the in my my favorite cinematic villain of all time, Michael Myers. He... I think there is mm-hmm. the most incredible hor- horrifying simplicity to the idea of someone who has no. It's something that so many of famously like 99% of the sequels don't understand is the power of a villain with no logic, no reason, no understanding. No backstory. Who is unstoppable. Mm. For no reason there and is actually a Actually, he has backstory. I'm wrong. Oh, well, it's <laughs> just that he kills his sister. But his sister. even then it's like Why? the movie does so much work of like yeah. – there's no reason why he's like this. He just is, and no matter what, yeah. he is going to keep coming yeah. at you and there's nothing you can do. And it's that and how really horrifying that sort is. sort of like
1: this is innate to this character and it speaks to that fear of like, oh, my God, like this could be anyone amongst us. Yeah, amongst truly. Up. This is like a natural thing for this person.
0: In the way that you go, again, how great horror comments on society – there is evil in the world and it is always present and it's always there and, and at any itself. moment it will not explain itself and you could be face-to-face with it and you could have to fight for your life.
1: I mean, that's like it's the scariest so scary. thing. When people say they're scared of the dark or they're scared of like, you know, swimming in deep water, every like, fear is rooted to fear of the unknown. Yeah. And that is all Michael Myers is. Like he is just a void of anything. Yeah. and It's so horrifying. And even just the, the, the equipment, like his mask, like, that completely disguises any expression of anything, any mm. explanation. Yeah. You're looking at this. It's like you're looking into the void when you're looking at yeah. that. The screenplay Pretty refers much. to him as the, the shape. shape. Yeah, yeah, the shape. I loved yeah. it. There's a bit where, like, when they're walking home from school and they see Michael drive by in the car and Laurie's like, oh, this freaky guy's, like, following me around. And he's like, I think he's cute. And they show you, like, his mask. He <laughs> looks like a little puppet freak. <laughs> you're like, damn, get yeah. some standards. Like, he's not cute. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah and again, even like, as you said on the, that bit, the way John Carpenter still builds that tension in the, in the daytime, like yeah. the thing mm. of being like, when you're walking down the street and you catch something out of the corner of your eye and then you look there and it's not there. Like How so many things that we take mm. for granted now, but even when we see them now, there's so much more like understanding and logic placed on it. Um, yeah. Whereas it's so powerful to just be like, you're being watched. Yeah. You can do nothing about it.
1: I just finished that book, Um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark about yeah. the Golden State Killer and like... It's that same this thing. This time watching Halloween, all the visuals made me picture the events of, like, the Golden State Killer. Even kind killer. of similar sort of environment. Like yeah, just suburbia. the idea that, like, by the late mm. 60s, like, people still didn't lock their doors. And, yeah. Like, we were starting to become aware that there was this kind of true human evil. Yeah. And it could so sort of quickly destroy a domestic yeah. space and make it, like, this really traumatic place that, mm. like, just mm. is so infertile for humans to live in. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um wow. despite
0: being my favorite film, I'm interested do you guys have any things that in the film that don't work for you? For me there's one beat that my mind changes Ooh. on every time I watch it of um at the top of the stairs Laurie uh rips off Michael's mask and you and see you that see he's that, like a yeah. 19-year-old boy and then mm. he puts it back on.
1: Is he wearing like a prosthetic or something? Like his eye that's looks my kind of weird, thing right? every
0: time. So he's just been stabbed in the eye with the coat hanging Okay, on. well, that's think, okay. He's no, but, <laughs> he can no, look no, but my thing is more so if you want to land the beat that we have a momentary glimpse into- <laughs> We see who he is. Oh, you he wish was, it was more He emphasized. was a boy that we would know that that's what it was. But because of the prosthetic, yeah. you go like, oh. It distracts it you a little bit. Because it kind of also makes you go like, are they trying to imply that he's like- deformed yeah, or, something, or something which is kind of offensive in some way yeah. i just think it's a that beat that's a bit muddled too, especially because if you want to do the profound thing of like it's just a boy and then leave it at that or like how did you momentarily see his face they lock eyes she puts it back on that would maybe she be something back on she's like no, he puts it back on i don't mean she, puts <laughs> <on her. laughs>
1: she was like, hey, like, <laughs> like yeah she puts his face oh, so. yeah. Um, um, yeah but
0: for me the power of this film is just captured in that last image of Loomis i having sure Loomis, Loomis looking out uh, over the over the porch and saying that the spot where his lifeless body once was is no longer there. Like yeah. that's just Halloween to me. Like unexplainable horrifying evil.
1: I think its atmosphere is so strong that if I can come up with any kind of plot points, like they're not the emphasis. And like this move this movie is so like rich in mood that it kind of skims over whether you think like, Wow, why'd you do that? That was so dumb or anything. Like, yeah. that shit does not matter. Truly. Yeah. Its tension is just like far too. Yeah. Wow. Well, well yeah. I
0: truly could talk about this masterpiece until the day I die, but. Which
1: might alas. be right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. <gasps> boogity. Let us out.
0: I think we should move on to our second twin pick. <laughs> Friday Friday
1: is
0: Friday, Friday. a 2003 family comedy directed by Mark Waters who has quite a weirdly illustrious career he's kind of what done else a does lot he of things. He's done Mean Girls. He directed Mean Girls. Oh, I need that one. He directed Spider Week Chronicles. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, yes. you know what? We stand. <laughs>
0: he directed it's a good movie. <laughs> Mr. Popper's Penguins. Oh,
1: uh, yes, we stand. The slide. <laughs> <laughs> no, we <do. laughs>
0: and he directed Vampire Academy. Oh, yeah. He's done a lot oh. of stuff, but very weird. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the third film adaptation of the book Freaky Friday that's about uh, a mother and daughter who are disagreeing, not communicating, and as such, uh, in this film, a uh, crazy Chinese
1: Oh Lindsay curse. says she did something, some strange Asian voodoo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> means that they switch, <laughs> they switch bodies and have to live as the other person for a day. Um this is a big Jansen family film. Yeah. We love we this movie. Grew up watching it. Um can quote most of it.
1: Mostly make good choices. Make a yeah, choice. mom. when we're leaving the house, Mum also say, always loves. Oh, I look like the, the crypt keeper. keeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jamie Lee, when she drops Lindsay off at school, Lindsay Lohan, she says, Make a choice. Make good choices!
0: Yeah. And totally. later on,
1: when Lindsay's in her body, she says, Oh, I look like the crypt keeper. And it's just iconic. I think it's in the trailer. It's so quotable. Oh, well, we know <laughs> it's such a quotable movie.
0: Such an incredible yeah. film. And I think what sticks out to me with every viewing is what a tight, film even just like script wise all the setup it does and that we watch them have a day in their life we set up the things that like their hardships and then we have the argument scene that so wonderfully illustrates like here's what the conflict is so um Mm. essentially like the bit where Jamie Lee Curtis has ripped the door off Lindsay's room because she's been like
1: privacy is a privilege.
0: Privacy is a privilege, and they have the Privacy's argument. that just channel. you just you're like oh, I know how to resolve this conflict. You kind of just want to go in there and be like
1: talk, talk, talk to girls. each other, yeah. communicate. We're that's, a family. Yeah, We're not someone, saying what we need it's to say such here. A good, it's yeah. such a
0: good setup, and then the whole film we just watch them like dropped into the instances that we've seen at the start. Like I yeah. think it's yeah. a very tight, hilarious film, and that's that's
1: in- underscored by some. Boss, oh, their the original soundtrack. huge, huge... Oh, my God. Take Me Away by Pink Slip. Pink Slip. I wish they were real. Christ, make it real. Make <laughs> them a band. Come on, <laughs> Please, get the band back together. Some, who are you asking to make it real? Just like Lindsay Lohan <laughs> and, and the people. So Lindsay, b- she's in Australia.
0: There are, like, one of the best moments in all of cinema is... <laughs> Away!
1: Down. And then the camera, zoom, Down. The camera zooms I mean, in on Lindsay. It up, you just said You said, "Yeah." Oh, okay. set so, so aside. Well, where, where are, are we? It? What's going okay. on,
0: Lindsay? Um, so the mother <laughs> inside, <laughs> the mother inside, Lindsay has to do the rock show with her daughters. Uh, band in She'll front slip. of her At the Battle of the Bands And
1: she's this like loser mom, So and she doesn't she know can't how to play, play guitar, guitar. She like guitar. doesn't know how
0: to play guitar She doesn't know what she she's doing The
1: last what, The only concert she's ever been to Was what? Rolling Stones Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones. And yeah. she has to act like Act like Keith
0: Yeah, act like Keith yeah. Act like Keith And yeah. she It's approaching the guitar solo That only 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 Anna do. Do. Only Anna do. Do. Yeah, knows yeah, know. yeah, how to do is. And it's approaching it And we're getting so nervous The
1: crescendoing Because it's her moment
0: It's crescendoing and then we hear Dude. the
1: you hear the crazy us. slide. And the camera whips to backstage, and it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Fucking Jamie Lee Curtis, jamming absolutely. And the zoom on
0: Lindsay's face, zooms it to makes her absolutely a shocked, so cry. Depressing. It's that's what cinema does. <laughs> it's so moving.
1: It's incredible. I'm like, I like. I like. Feel really. Yeah, up. no. Like, I want to. I could. Yeah. Do, I could,
0: punch I could right do a
1: backflip <laughs> right now. Yeah. Before,
0: before we recorded this episode, we had a bit of a bug to um, <laughs> yeah. ultimate as well. Just yeah. very controversially, I'm going to say it. Okay, take, take me away, take me away is probably the better song, but it's we talk about it so much. We need to talk more about ultimate. So the song that they yeah. sing in the credits, yeah. it's like I've been waiting all my life for someone just like you. But, yeah, like take me so away good. is
1: right for the context because it's more yeah. of an angry song. And it's like I don't want to grow up. Like, <sighs> like you, Johnny. Like, um, oh. just
0: quick side note. Also, I do two good impressions in my entire life <laughs> oh, okay. um, one of them is in the film Monster House uh, the stoner guy <laughs> uh, who goes onto the um, the Monster House's lawn and it? goes I'm on your lawn <laughs> never cracker flipper never um, no one knows this and, moment um, <laughs> the drama in Pink Slip and <laughs> I <laughs> do a really good impression <laughs> of the drummer in Pink Slip so, do
1: it now for us and Anthony
0: uh, it, uh, we'll put it no we'll, no no we, we filmed, filmed it, it. We, we filmed it we oh, filmed oh, it no, oh, we no, filmed I'm gonna it. put it, the it on on the on the show. I'll put it on the Insta as well. But it's essentially it's just him like <laughs> playing the drums and then he'll like look over at side stage because Lindsay Lohan's one off stage because she's nervous and he'll be like, What are you doing? Get up there, get
1: up there. It's really good. He <laughs> does a really good job. <laughs> Very, yeah, perfect yeah. understated character performance. Yeah, truly drama um, guy. Yeah. So
0: MVP to that guy as well. But Jamie Lee is terrific in this. Yeah. I was reading she's hilarious. That she joined the film four days before they started filming.
1: Who, Wait, is who was originally? It the so
0: the first one they really wanted was Jodie Foster because she oh, was in cute. the second that's remake cute. and the whole thing that like she played the girl. Yeah, sorry, we her I
1: don't think we flagged that yet. This is a remake. The original. Yeah, we said it's the
0: it's the third. Oh, uh, film I didn't know there were three. Version. Yeah, there are three, oh. and um. Yeah, the original. Yeah, and, and then Jamie Lee only well. joined like four days before, which is incredible because. What a hilarious, we have two completely she, different I Jamie performances. I couldn't see anyone else doing this. She's so funny. She is so funny. And there's
1: something so interesting, like not in, not even interesting, just like wholesome about the relationship between Jamie Lee's character and Lindsay's characters. You believe them as mother and daughter. It's mm-hmm. such a
0: beautiful story. Like a story about communication, about how we just need to talk to each other is so beautiful. At, at every moment, I think it's so impressive that it, at every moment you empathise with both of their Standpoints, yeah. You see what Absolutely. they're not doing right. That's a
1: mark of really good drama yeah. when characters are fighting and you completely agree with both of both them. Like of them. after yeah. seeing both of their days, you're like, God, give like, her a break. Anna, Lindsay Lohan, yeah. like her deal is this hot guy, Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> He's after her. She's after him. You know, like she has this bully... Yeah. Um, and the whole thing, that's, that's a good her. thing as well The mum, that's, that's like so the bully Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say, this is such a real thing When Jamie Lee's character Really wants Anna, the daughter, to be friends With this girl that she used to be friends with It's such it's a nice. classic thing, thing of your parents being yeah. like Why are you friends, Why are you with, you them friends with that person Or you're like, because they suck like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like a whole thing And then when they swap, the mum sees And she's like, oh, that girl's a cow like, Yeah, Again, yeah, that, that argument so scene nice.
0: is so Those conversations you've had before Where your parents have been like um, well, like, how'd you go in the in the test? And you're like, my teacher is out to get me. And you're like, I bet they are. Yeah, and it's like, again, yeah. I think it's very similar to Parent Trap, our very first episode, in regards to that thing of Parent Trap's also very similar because a book turned into a Disney movie, then with remade yeah. Lindsay Lohan, then, Lindsay R- Lohan. then remade with Lindsay Lohan. Um, yeah. But both are films about, like, children or, like, kids being able to be like, ha, huh, aha, uh-huh, I like, told I you. Right. Or like, going to their parents yeah. Yeah. and being like, I, Even, yeah. I'm not, like, a child. Like, I... I do – like I'm a bit better than – or like I'm not dumb and stupid. Like yeah. I told the truth or I know what's best. And, and even just like your mom
1: not understanding how important it is to you, like you her know, music or her whatever. Music. There's something – yeah, it's so nice about the fact that this film, So Parent Trap, it's like, okay, like my mom's hearing me. Like you hear me right now. There's yeah. um, something so satisfying about that. And obviously they do it in an extreme yeah. way. But yeah, it's really <laughs> charming. I also just really like how they set that up. Like they set it up as if like, you know, it begins with – um, what's that song? I can't see love me nobody Like a pop punk Yeah, they have this Amazing. little pop And they have this big fight in the beginning And it, I don't know the the pay, Like the energy to it It feels really mm. fun It's like yeah. angsty and, I think one of the rebellious um, I don't know. Uncredited writers on it is Jessica Bendiger Who did like Bring It On and um, yeah. Stick It Wow, you can so yeah. feel I that. love her oh, wow. writing like I think, think she knows, knows exactly what teens are interested in Yeah, and, like, and how they want to talk yeah. to each other Or how they wish like the, the sort of like
0: The respect they it. would give. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: being able to sort of serve rapport, it back yeah. um, and having those protagonists who are like kind of the kids who are getting in trouble but also so don't necessarily deserve to be and Yeah, things like that. Sort of yeah. serving it back to the – How
0: dangerous it is to like discredit kids and be like, yeah, well, you're young, you don't know shit.
1: Or even just be like docile. Like yeah. you know, these kids like – yeah. I yeah. don't know. I really, I really um, do admire it for that.
0: Yeah. Um, love, love, love. And
1: I also do – like this doesn't feel that dated to me. Um, there are no. some questionable looks, but apart from that, oh, her like iconic greasy hair with like greasy white streak. highlights, like Ooh. fucking rogue from the X Men. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I literally remember watching that, being like. Oh. I want that hair. <laughs> like no, I old. think even when she's dressing, because it's it's the mom in Lindsay's body, yeah. for some reason, when she's wearing like Jamie Lee clothes, like really mature clothes, I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. And now <laughs> when I watch it, I'm like, oh, Ew, yeah. it's like oh, um, obviously, she's wearing right, that, like, wear like, that black dress at the engagement party Yeah, with like me? a shawl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Stunning. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, something that sticks out to me now, I've really just been seeing this. This is rampant in comedy at the moment. It's something rampant. I'm going to talk about with ne- one of next week's films, mm. uh, Good Boys. Is th- that what this film does well that that movie doesn't really is it has a terrific sense of geography and time. Yeah. I get so frustrated because mm. a lot of comedies are like one crazy day or mm. like something. Mm. You go like, how much stuff are we packing into this day? Whereas in this film, even in in the smaller things like in the afternoon scenes, it looks like the sun's going down. But also just like <laughs> there's a general great sense to like. Geography and time in this film that lends itself to the stakes of you like for me at every moment you're like the wedding like the reception which means that we lead to that finale because that finale explodes when we get to battle of the bands and when we get to the reception speeches that it it wouldn't in a way if like it wouldn't if we hadn't yeah properly set up that we have one day it's a freaky Friday. Uh
1: I can't yeah. believe it's one day. Well, I never noticed that one else. It's not. <laughs> Thursday, they have the fortune cookie. Yeah, but it's one day. It's only one day that they're in each other's bodies. I guess yeah, I noticed this another. time
0: that I was like, it's a Friday. It's a know, really freaky Friday. about it that... <laughs> I hadn't <laughs>
1: thought about that, but I don't hate that. Like, I, when you just said, just then, like, you know, the afternoon, it, the sun goes down or whatever, like... Yeah, that's true. Like I'm in thinking the of the when they the <laughs> so, when they're sitting in the coffee shop, I am thinking you've got to get home. You've got your yeah, rest. exactly. <laughs> like, but to me, like when movies when movies
0: don't have a sense of time, you don't feel the stakes as much. Yeah, like you don't feel yeah. the sense of... yeah, we're it's leading. Pretty to wild something.
1: that Mark Harmon would like secretly book his fiance on a <gasps> TV show before TV show. their wedding it's rehearsal a that night. Kids movie. No, but yeah. I don't think that when I'm watching it. Like rationally, I'm like that's kind of fucked, but. The movie skates along at such an enjoyable pace that it doesn't feel contrived in the same way that mm. the Parent Trap did a couple yeah. weeks ago when we watched that. We t- yeah, I spoke about that. And is Lindsay Lohan like our meme now? Are we just going to always watch like Lindsay Lohan movies? Um, Maybe we,
0: we have are to. We're going to watch the entire we Lindsay. We are watching the another theme. Lindsay very yeah. soon. We have two more ones. Like Can't that. wait to wait, watch.
1: After I that? know who killed <laughs> me. It's going to be great. Just smile up. Oh, the just can- luck. what's that thing
0: she did recently? The 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 the, the, the canyons. The, canyons. So, yeah. the Brett
1: Ostanello's movies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 We'll get Just there. We'll analysis. get there. We but yeah. for now, we watched the parent, the parent talk, We watched Freaky Friday for the four billionth time, and we and I loved it. Loved it.
1: Loved it. This is gonna be a tough. This one. This is the
0: toughest one. I really, am very torn. Aww. Let's compare the picks. Okay, guys, it's time to put. Bu- oh, hello, sir. Do you need anything?
1: <gasps> what? No, there's no one over there. What are you looking at?
0: Uh, oh, sorry, I thought I saw something. Um. Anyway, what were we do? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, this is so it's dumb. time to compare the pics. Uh, this is uh, the part of the show where we look at these two little spook films right up next to each other. What does one do better than the other? What does one have? What does one not? And ultimately, which one does its job better and is therefore our pick of these twin picks? Um, I have never been so conflicted on this show before. Oh, yeah. I'm very passionate about both of these films and I think the mission statement of the show is going to come into play here because so here's something that we haven't talked about with Halloween. Mm. This was the scariest, like people will always like The Exorcist and Halloween, scariest films of all time in 1978. I think such an integral part of Halloween's purpose and like goal with its audience is to scare the shit out of you. Mm. And, and I don't know I that love I'm- it. And I still think it is very scary in an atmospheric sense, mm. but it doesn't make me jump yeah. anymore, even though it's a, a film I like more. I, I, I think it's a better film. You know um, what? I struggle.
1: It's society's fault, man. It's because now- desensitized. Yeah, it's because now society, people literally man. have shorter attention spans. Like it's why people don't- They can't- Fucking in... sheep. No. People, you don't like read anymore. People like the frame rate or whatever, the amount of shots in movies has become drastically mm. um, increased because we have much, much shorter shots to accommodate for contemporary attention spans. And the pacing of this movie, you can tell it came out.
0: Something that people magic were very it. critical about the new, um, so the most recent Halloween film and the first in a new trilogy was—it's a direct sequel. So the um, the timeline of this franchise is one of the most God. ridiculous in all of, um, <sighs> in all of cinema. I could get into it. It's ridiculous. There are essentially like about five. There, there are essentially like twist. five different timelines, mm. and ridiculous. one of them
1: involves magic runes. Yes, the best. <laughs> oh. um, <And> Pomerade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the
0: most recent one is a direct sequel to the original. And people's comments were like, Yeah, so if it's like really in spirit with the first one, then how come like someone dies every like 20 minutes, blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, People wouldn't sit down for a film that builds tension. You made us do this. Yeah, for a film that builds tension as eloquently as this film. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think people would sit for a film that builds tension as eloquently as as Halloween 1978 does anymore.
1: Mm. I'm going to come out right and say, like, my I'm I don't take to genre that um genre, to horror, horror that well as a genre because I'm just most
0: interested to hear your thoughts yeah, on Halloween. Not yeah.
1: because I don't admire what it does, especially in the way that I think horror, unlike any other genre, is so sensory. It can do with yeah. um like visual and Um, audio aesthetics, what other films just cannot do. Like they cannot achieve as much in like a sensory way. Um, And then because of that lends itself to such like a visceral and like genuinely physical reaction in people and I admire that. But – I don't think I am as receptive to it because I don't think I'm that easily scared by movies. I don't think I'm that easily scared generally. Like no. even someone jumping out to me doesn't get me that easily. That's why you always scare And me. I always scare oh, Eliza. you like a sociopath. Eliza, Eliza you scared feel so, fear, so you easily. want to inflict on other people. <laughs> Probably. I can scare Eliza so easily. But if someone jumps on me, like, I, I'm, like okay. not, I'm not that scared by it generally. So I'm yeah. just not super taken with it. I can watch it and admire it for what it is. Yeah. And especially with Halloween. Like this is like a champion of its subgenre and what it does is like, you know, no mean feat. Like it's so impressive, but I don't think I'm ever going to be looking at these movies in comparison and saying that I want to watch Halloween because it does what it does better than Freaky Friday because Freaky Friday is just like good, wholesome family fun. That's what it wants to be. That's That's what it is. It categorically is. And I really want to watch it and I want to watch it again and again. And it's stuck with me. It's so quotable. Like, honestly, yeah. I do pick Freaky Friday, not necessarily no. because it's a better movie because I know that it isn't, but just because I do want to watch it and that's what it's trying to do.
0: Interesting, right. It's well, trying to be watchable. I, I like thinking now I go, okay, so Halloween doesn't accomplish its goal of being scary as effectively as it did in 1978 because yeah. we're a different audience. But can that we being, hold
1: it to that standard? Yeah, is exactly. That fair? We
0: can't. And But I also go another element of its purpose is, as I said, the reason that I love horror is to me like if movies are about storytelling, the best avenue for telling stories about trauma, abuse. These days we're seeing lots of horror films about like sexual abuse and things like mm-hmm. that and um, you know, uh like homophobia, racism, the best avenue for that is horror because it's about the depths and like the darkness of humanity. Yeah. So from that side of things, this film wonderfully accomplishes its goal because it puts evil in the face of innocence at a time when Horror was about uh in the seventies we're still coming off an era of horror that's about um like say like Satanism and and cults and that kind of thing. Really, it's hard to imagine it now because again, it's all we get, but Halloween brought horror to suburbs. It yeah. brought horror to yeah, like people's homes, to the, the place where you feel safe. I and that- I think it accomplishes that so incredibly that it does beat out. Freaky Friday. I, I was really going. I'm going to come into this and just see how mm, I feel. But mm. I go, it accomplishes that well enough that I I say it. It, it does beat. Uh, I Freaky think there Friday were horror me. movies
1: in domestic spaces before then, like um, Rosemary's Baby. But again, like but Satanism still, based and it, the super supernatural, supernatural. And yeah. Halloween
0: is a man with a knife. Yeah, walking into your house. For that a psychologist no is
1: telling you, I don't understand what this man I, is doing. I cannot. Explain all I can say this. is kill him. Yeah.
0: Hey, I literally. Yeah, th- this the is most useless
1: psychologist ever. But still. <laughs> oh
0: God, sorry. This it is so funny. A very good drinking game is uh, just watch any Halloween film and ha- take a drink every time. Doctor Loomis is a horrible doctor. So um, <laughs> he literally. So the nurse in the opening scene. So Michael Myers, when he breaks out of the asylum, he like grabs the throat of a nurse that's in the car with Dr. Loomis and Steals the car and, and steals the car the and leaves. And Loomis goes over to him and he's like, You're right he's gone he's gone he just like <laughs> leaves her lying on the floor oh he also God. parks in a disabled spot <laughs> yeah and then later on he because
1: <laughs> that's the, the worst thing he does it's so weird <sighs> no but
0: they don't he yeah. it's such a weird beat oh it's with
1: those a, kids he really yeah. he, he, he
0: like prank he tries like, these kids are like walking up to the old myers house where when michael was like a seven-year-old boy he murdered his sister, sister. um so it's like you know like all the kids are like oh walk up and like touch the gate and Loomis because he's like waiting to see if Michael shows up. He's standing at the hedge and he goes like, hey, "You little kids, you want to come in or something?" No, he
1: says something really weird. He's like, "You better watch your ass." In like yeah. a weird accent, it's you're really like, "Why? We're a psychologist. Why yeah. act like a fucking fool?" Yeah, <laughs> very weird. Um,
0: yeah, I feel like we also yeah. should talk about um music is i think a big presence in both of these films Mm. i think it gives both films such personality uh uh, we didn't really talk much about it's my favorite film score of all time john carpenter's score for this film that he did in three days it's essentially i hate now that whenever you hear an electronic score like our awesome score that our wonderful sound designer and composer anthony did um people go oh like stranger things and i go no 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 like John Carpenter (laughs) no but it's just annoying like that's what Mm. it's like Carpenter created that like that's what like a synthy minimalist the classic five four and it's like done Mm. he learnt it off I have way too many fun facts about this film it's like when he was a kid his dad when his dad was teaching him how to play the drums he gave him bongos and he was like Here's how you do 5-4 rhythm. And he was like... Aww, and that's, that's, so that's what the thing is.
1: I think even just the chilly like little stings they'll put in, like yeah. when he comes out from behind a hedge, like this really thin, like... Oh, genius, like yeah. You can't... Like your your brain doesn't recognize what instrument it is. Mm. And I guess it's like, oh, yeah, we hadn't heard much mm. synth score before then. like It's so... It's unsettling.
0: Restricted and held back. Even though like a personal favorites are like... Da-da.
1: Yeah, Da-da. but what about the Freaky Friday Da-da. music? It's Da-da. very good.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it is very good. It gives I like it brings such personality to Freaky Friday that that music. Yeah,
1: and the songs are great. The songs, yeah, are, yeah they bop. It's so catchy. Just like we've sung them my anything.
0: whole life. Very weirdly, it really frustrates yeah, me that awesome. if you like if you go on Spotify and look up Take Me Away or Ultimate, it's like
1: what? I'm
0: like, why do we not recognize these songs as like?
1: Yeah, they're excellent. Should be on Apple Music. I feel like it's
0: hard to like buy these songs, but yeah. So, um, yeah. What's well, everybody's votes? Should we? Yeah. Pop into it. What do we say?
1: Yeah, I think it's so hard to try and it's even think hard. of a flaw in Freaky Friday. Like, I don't know. I don't think I have any problems with it. Like, I'm really Enjoying. blinkered because I saw it and loved it so much as a kid. Um, yeah. I'm I am Freaky Friday. If I was more taken with Hol- with horror, I probably would be swayed yeah. to Halloween just because. Yeah, I'm still with Halloween. Yeah. I I, th- I think <laughs>
0: I think Halloween is the better film for me. Yeah. But even in terms of- But none of of this is
1: because um, Freaky Friday is bad. No, no, no. This is our hardest one. And I think,
0: so you say, Eliza says Halloween, Meg says Freaky Friday, Friday, (sighs) and I'm going to say Halloween as well. I was torn during the week. I thought I might've said Freaky Friday, but ultimately I think even though it doesn't scare quite as hard as it used to, it is such a timeless- piece of simple storytelling done so effectively and i even love like we didn't touch too much on like there are so many gorgeous behind the scenes facts about like how pure like how um like budget made the film was like Mm. how there's something so exciting about such a small crew being so like having they're being so clever such ingenuity even things like deborah hill giving um, Jamie Lee Curtis money to go down to J C Penney and buy her own wardrobe for the character, <laughs> like little things like that. That I'm like, it's just a film so packed with love and yeah. attention to detail. What um,
1: clinches it for me in Halloween's favor is like I was trying to weigh up like what the core like emotional storytelling of both movies is, and in Freaky Friday, like it's this mother daughter story. Mm-hmm. And I think almost because the plotting of the movie is so tight, you can forget about the mother-daughter story sometimes. Like, it still is meaningful in the end and, like, makes you tear up a little bit. But for so much of the movie, they're not together as well. Yeah, Yeah. which is fine. Like, it's not a problem being this really efficient movie with a plot that just whizzes from, like, you know, joke to joke really successfully. Yeah. But the kind of mystery and the emptiness of Halloween, I think, is way more compelling. Okay. Yeah. No, I stay. I back that. Um, Obviously, yeah. I'm Freaky mm. Friday, but I'm just not as taken with horror. But I would, mm. uh, hey yeah. Hey, Meg,
0: it's and it's totally fine. So Halloween is our winner. And Meg, you know, the good thing is Halloween's won. So, like, you don't it's have to stress. Fine. You're not going to die or
1: anything. Oh, oh, my God.
0: No. Michael, please. please, Let's movie. talk about our triplet in the <laughs> 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 No, no. It's a spooky episode. I have to really sell it. Yeah. It's time for our boop, 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 boop. There's a banging in, on the roof. Let me out. Let me a triplet in the attic. <laughs> now it's time for Triplet in the Attic. where well, we gotta pick a deformed, rejected little third piece of media. Stay up there. Just stop making all that racket Hi, up there. He, let me out Hi, love me. A song, <laughs> a movie, whenever, whenever you want it to be. That we think acts as a thematic triplet to this episode's twin picks. What do we think? What great piece of media would support a Jamie Lee Curtis twin pick, a little double feature? Uh, Eliza, why don't you kick us off?
1: Yeah. Um... <laughs> Oh my! My two are pretty directly Jamie centric. Um, mm-hmm. my friend Andre actually got to interview Jamie Lee Curtis Whoa. earlier this year. Like, um, wait, was it this year or last year that Halloween came out? Last I think year, last 40th year. anniversary. Yeah, he like interviewed her face to face and just like chatting with her and like asked her about make good choices. And she was just uh-huh. like, she just seemed so cool. Um, and I'll link to that terrific awesome. interview in so the show notes. So in, wonderful
0: in interviews and stuff like. That. Especially yeah. last year, one of the most empowering things about the film was how beautiful it was to see her so excited about the legacy Aww. of yeah. laurie strode yeah anyway yeah
1: but my other one is <laughs> you, you've probably seen this meme these paparazzi photos of jamie lee curtis it was she was at lunch with someone in venice beach california and the paparazzi caught her like scolding the guy mm-hmm. whoever she was at lunch with like it's such a mystery i don't know who the person is but it's just this meme of like four images of her she's like taking a sip of water she's like shaking a finger at the guy she like looks super stern and like it's just awesome. Like I just I can't wait to use that energy in my life at one point. Just, like <laughs> Jamie Lee really has given us so Jamie much. Jamie like, Lee tear someone to shreds and like yeah, it's just great. And yeah, she don't... recreated it like a decade later. So it was a while ago now. I think it must have been like fifteen years ago. Wow. she recreated it and it's just legendary. Um my triplet in the attic is pretty vanilla. Um I'm just sort of going with the general Halloween um vibe since we're doing Spooky little episode. I'm going to recommend my favourite horror movie, which is Midsommar. It came out this year. favourite favorite favorite horror Favourite horror movie. I loved I it. I know you loved it, but, like, I loved it. I was wow. so taken with it. Um, I think it is just, like, there's so many layers to it. Even Eliza was telling me the other day just about there's a moment in the film um, and it's layered with this shot from the beginning of the film where you see character's sister has killed herself and it's like it's too freaky you can't see it like it's literally like a second oh
0: yeah I know, I know but a bit. I just
1: love that sort of cleverness and I I really admire the storytelling it's shot in daylight um the fact that like a horror movie is shot in daylight is such a feat to me I love that kind of spectacle um a
0: terrific example of that the best horror is a terrific drama underneath like that yeah. film just tells um, like the romantic romantic relationship, the <laughs> relationship between uh, the lead yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend is so incredibly written. Yeah, yep. and it's
1: it's not the same thing about that. So, yeah, that's my recommendation. Obviously, I'm not the biggest horror person, but I'm getting around Halloween Very in that cool. way. So I would recommend it to anyone. It's funny because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of the argument around that movie was people saying it wasn't scary. It wasn't scary. And maybe that yeah. drew you to it because you're like, well, yeah, probably, well now I can I, see what's going on underneath more. Yeah, I, I didn't have it. Like I, I, I liked it. So much, and I was scared by it, but not because of anything directly gruesome. Or it's gruesome, but it's not. Except like for that face mush face <laughs> smush. But yeah, it's something so interesting about it. I really, I would recommend it to, to anyone. So yeah, Midsummer,
0: stunning. Yeah, Midsummer, Midsummer, stunning. Um, so I had about forty eight hundred options for my yeah. trip in the attic this week. <laughs> I could have said. Mondo Vinyl to check out Mondo yeah, and all yeah, of their wonderful yeah. vinyl collection they have lots of John Carpenter scores. I could have said the wonderful fright rags who make wonderful that horror merchandise right that I'm wearing right now they make horror t-shirts and pins and jackets and caps that look so cool. I also I also <laughs> could have said it follows directed by David Robert Mitchell from 2014 which also is a film about that I think really wonderfully taps into the 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 horror of an unstoppable evil that no matter what and you do and that
1: autumnal sensibility. Mm. Truly,
0: Yeah, mm. autumnal thing and and just like an evil that no matter what you do it's just going to keep on coming at you and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm. But I won't say any of those things. <laughs> what I will say is cuz it's a Jamie episode, I'm and I was like I want to stick to the Halloween franchise that I love so dearly. Mm. I'm going to say Halloween 2018. Mm. Um mm. I think you have Freaky Friday in between hmm. uh, as a bit of a, a comedy Palette cleanser, palate cleanser, but I think um, it's a career best Jamie Lee Curtis performance. I think it really adheres to the franchise strength from the first film and to some elements um, Halloween uh, H20, uh, 20 years later, of telling a story about a woman that's experienced trauma and... Um, and it does, yeah, what I love for good horror to do of tell, emp- like, empowering stories about, yeah, people going through horrific ordeals. Mm. Um, I think it's one of the first great horror films about like, kind of like the Me Too movement and, like, the movement of, uh, you know, women coming forward with their stories of abuse. Um, it's just a film where especially it's so powerful to watch it back-to-back with the original. It would be
1: crushing to watch them in sequence. Ab- it's
0: exhausting, Um to see yeah like the how innocent and like what an incredible young bright beautiful yeah. woman young Laurie Strode is and then how traumatized and small her life is um in in the new film there's a scene where so Laurie has essentially dedicated her life to preparing for the day when Michael inevitably escapes from Smith's Grove uh, sanitarium and uh she hears that they're moving him to a new location and. It's just a shot of her sitting in her car watching them transfer him um, and she is bawling her eyes out with, a, like, a bottle of of wine or, or like, she's just drinking herself um, mm. to death.
1: And that's such a change so from, sad. like, the best babysitter ever, like, yeah, cute, yeah. Like double denim wearing yeah. Um, I think, Jamie in the first movie. I th- yeah. And I
0: think it's still through a mainstream lens. Like, I think it's still, like, a great studio film and it's really fun, but I think it really carries on the story about – women subjected to evil in an incredible way and, and having to watch
1: people mishandle it right in front of them
0: yeah pretty much um and also like of generational women like now she has a granddaughter and mm. and and daughter and and um yeah the world that she wants them to live in like the safe world that like the life that they deserve um i adore it it was my favorite film of 2018 even though i'm very biased i loved it
1: guys can i turn to my recommendation watch hocus pocus uh, that's Yay! my favourite Halloween
0: movie I can't believe that all you talk from today's episode Is spooky wooky oh, Disgusting
1: It's that time of the year It's, it's the, the most, most <laughs> wonderful <laughs> time.
0: It's Okay great Well I guess that's <laughs> it for today's episode of Spooky Weeky Times. Um, Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Twin Picks. Uh, if you had a good time, make sure you subscribe or follow us wherever you listen. Uh, it really helps us out. Also, if you leave us like a review and like and share it and tell a friend about it, especially if you have a friend that loves being all spooked out. (laughs) Um, It really helps spread the word about the show. Feel free to shoot us an email at twinpixpodcast at gmail.com with your feedback and suggestions, uh, whatever you reckon, yeah. And also, should we tell the people what we're watching next week so they can be prepared?
1: Next week we will be watching... Mean Girls. And good, good boys. boys. Mean so, girls and good boys. Is that what me? that's one. Good boys. boys mean, mean girls and girls, don't, don't forget the one. Oh, I'm, I'm get it. I was thinking the bad boys, whatever. We
0: love our stuff and we can't get enough, enough of it. It's, been it. Been it's been really really. a really <laughs> random reference to chuck into the end of this spooky episode. Um, and Eliza, do you want to tell yeah. the folks about Roughcut?
1: Yes, if you want to get spooked silly by even more young people talking about film, visit roughcut.com. And read their things there. I was, trying think, I was trying to think of another Halloween-y thing. But it's really I mean, it's exhausting thinking of spooky yeah. things
0: this episode. Yeah.
1: Makes me marvel at like the Simpsons. You know how Treehouse of Horror, they're always yeah. like Matt Brown <gasps> in. Yes. And they have like the that's little impressive. like fun yeah. names. Like don't yeah. they one always always of those same it? ones? Don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't
0: Very know, good. Sure. Well, it's cool today. That's all for this episode. Ooh. Go to your grave.
1: Wow.